0: Once again, we're assembling the team of Adam Bray, Lethargic Chewy, and myself to talk about the last two episodes of What If. It's Zombies and Wakanda on this episode of Geek Out Loud, and I'm sure we'll talk about more... Listening via the podcast feed, and welcome to Geek Out Loud. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad to be along with you, and uh, we welcome you along as we continue uh, watching and talking about what if. What if we talked about what if? And uh, along with me, of course, are my good friends and your good friends. Uh, you know him as the author of many, many different books. Uh, Adam Bray, how's it going, man? It's good to actually be able to talk to you this time around.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah. That was a pity, a slow connection last time, but uh, everything's fine here. How are you?
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing better, man. Tuesday night, uh, Adam and I were supposed to be on at the same time for Rule the Galaxy's 100th episode, over on YouTube, and unfortunately um, the, the internet was not cooperating with Adam, and he would come on and just be totally frozen with a big old smile on his <laughs> face, and then all of a sudden it would be gone and uh, so it kind of became a game of is it will it work will it not and then yeah. um and so so I ended up uh, uh, last night, I got to guest on Rebel Force Radio oh. and uh, when I got on with Jimmy and Jason. We were having some a few audio issues, and I said, "Well, do I sound uh, as good as Adam Bray?" <laughs> and those yeah. and the guys got a kick out of it. So
1: yeah, they know it too.
0: <laughs> also, along with us is the captain of the ship himself, the uh, the the head waiter at the cantina. Um, no, no, the bartender at the cantina. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. The the Akmina of the Cantina uh, <laughs> the the B Arthur of Chewie's Cantina. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, lethargic Chewie himself, Lucas Butler. How's it going, buddy?
2: Hello and welcome from the multiverse.
0: Indeed. So, indeed. indeed. Yeah, this is kind to... of this is kind of like a multiverse get together. It's like a crisis on multiple earths when the Cantina and Geek Out Loud all kind of come together. That's it, buddy.
2: Just to, Alternate worlds from the ones we know. Just so. to stick
0: with the DC theme that you brought us in with tonight. How about old Steel, man?
2: Yeah, it was, it was fun uh, kind of putting things together, refreshing my memory. Uh, but, you know, I was just like, man, I, I just... I don't know near enough about these guys as much as you guys do with the Marvel. And, Steve, I know you know a lot about the DC guys as well, especially if they're connected to Superman. Right,
0: so. right. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say I know a lot. Like, honestly, on the collecting side of things, I had no idea there were that many steel action figures. Right, and I yeah. never knew they did action figures for the movie.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was something. I remember seeing those. And then when I dove in, just looking at I mean, there's all kinds of versions of Shaq. <laughs> I really think they should have had a basketball in one of them. I really do. We've well,
0: I got to tell you straight up, um, uh, I I am I I want to see if I can find some of them to see what are they going for these days. The movie oh, I, action I, I didn't,
2: you know. I didn't try to buy one. <laughs> i was just looking at Google <laughs> Images. Are you? Oh, he's he's hitting the hitting the e- interwebs right now. Yeah, folks. I'm checking it
0: out to see what's going on over here, just all to right. see if there's anything. Yeah. Um, $10, but
2: shipping 54 dollars so, Oh, really? Is that what you found? Yeah. Oh That's typically how it goes down. Though, on eBay? Yeah.
0: yeah, I can't find any of them uh, on eBay. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe I bang. need to narrow down my search. Usually Jack's I can find bought things. them all up. So. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we're He's not here to Christmas talk Christmas. about the Shaquille O'Neal uh, smash hit sh- uh, steel Um, oh wow now serious business right here kenner oh kenner made them okay um 49.88 or best offer for for the one where you can put the armor on him
2: there you go um go ahead if you want to go ahead and place a bid or offer and go ahead
0: i won't be doing that today (laughs) but that's the only one i really see up front on on here that's interesting
2: yeah, I really would, you know, kind of going back to uh, those figures. I really wish i'd I'd got the reign of Superman or, or the Superman hold that whole line. Yeah, those yeah, those so were really cool.
0: good figures. I remember when those came out back in the day. DC yeah. so,
2: Direct was putting out some good stuff back in the day. So.
0: They were, you know, the articulation left a little bit to be desired on oh, some yeah. of those things, yeah. but um, but they they displayed well. All right, here is a steel action figure, loose nine fifty nine. I don't. It looks like he's got some battle damage or something going. Yeah, um, maybe
2: one of those alternate versions. Yeah.
0: So. Wow, I never knew. And that's that's my takeaway on this episode of yeah. uh, of of what if we talked what if. So uh, <laughs> let's talk some what if, guys. What if we did that and actually talked about because there's other things outside of what if I want to talk to you guys about. I'll start with you though, Adam. Uh, two episodes v- couldn't be more different from one another, which is one of the great things about what if stories. Uh, the first is right. Marvel Zombies, basically, and then the next episode that aired just last night at the time of this recording and, and broadcast is was um, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark? And um, which one, which one of those two, do you feel like you came away enjoying more?
1: Oh gosh, you know, I don't know, and I was trying to ask myself that too. Um... You know, it's hard to say. I like them both for different reasons. Mm -hmm, I like, mm -hmm. I like this, the second one, which I just watched, um, you know, this afternoon. Um, I like it because it's so retro MCU. It takes us right, right back, you know, to the beginning with, um, with Iron Man one. Um, and that's what's been great about this whole series. Um, And then the Wakanda stuff, which, you know, who doesn't love Black Panther? But the first one, you know, hey, it's got Spider-Man and it's got Ant-Man, who are two of the most lovable characters in the MCU. And it is genuinely scary. I mean, Marvel does not pull punches with this series. You know, it's genuinely scary. And they kill, kill people in both of these episodes. So, you know, because the first one's so far out, you know, mm-hmm. the zombies and stuff. Right, um, right. It's, I, 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 it's really exciting. You know, maybe I like that one better because of the excitement factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know.
0: Lucas, what say you, man?
2: You know, they're both. I mean, both are really good. I mean, I feel like they're getting better and better. Um, mm. Both are very dark, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I found myself kind of wanting to watch... uh uh, the zombie one more. I've seen both of them um, twice. Uh, and I actually, I've watched the zombie one two and a half times. Um, but uh, but I also felt guilty liking it as much as I did, too. Because <laughs> it's, oh, and I'm sure we'll get into it. So I guess if I had to choose the two, I guess I'd go zombie. But both are just so good. I mean, just the subtle yeah. stuff as well as the just blatant stuff that was just in your face. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely, uh, some weird entries into the multiverse. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I was surprised with the Marvel Zombies. Um, that they were able to get as much humor into it as they were yeah. because that's not generally what you expect from, from the old Marvel Zombies. <laughs> with the, with the other episode, I kind of disagree with you guys. I didn't really enjoy it all that much. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I found myself just kind of bored by it. Uh, you know, I, mm. look, I, Killmonger to me has not been my favorite MCU villain. I like I like the look of Black Panther. I like the character of Black Panther, but I just did not dig Killmonger, and I wasn't excited to see him show up and and do his thing. And um, you know it. it it was fine. I, I'm not against it or anything, but it just wasn't. To there me, was, it didn't grab I, me.
1: I had something to say about that? Oh, nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've got something to say to you in a minute about some of that. So, um, but the uh, but but the Marvel Zombies is the one. I think the deal is is I was surprised with the Marvel Zombies. Like that ended up being more of a surprise to me as to the, my actual enjoyment of it than um, than the other. And so, um, and I'm, you know, it just, it had that sense. Like you said, of adventure, it had more characters in it. And I'm, I'm a big fan of seeing as many of these characters as we can, as often as we can, you know, however we can. But, um, but when, uh, but it was, you're right, Lucas, like they were killer. Adam, I think you said they were killing off people left and right in these with like just willy nilly, which is something you can't necessarily yeah. do in uh, the MCU uh, proper. Uh uh-uh. Um, but but you also just kind of see the, the trickle effect and the ramification of things. And and I really like the fact with like the Marvel Zombies episode, as you go through it, and we'll just talk that one real quick. Um, I personally like the fact that it opens up with Banner coming to Earth or Hulk coming to Earth the way he does at the beginning of, of Infinity War. and mm-hmm. And then he steps out, and there's Obsidian Black and and uh, in the mall, or what's his, whatever his name is, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're there, you know, coming to get the Time Stone, or what have you. And um, and so it all kind of plays out, a la Infinity War, without everyone showing up, until they right. show up as the zombies. And you kind of forget, as you're going through this little adventure with these characters, everything started like it had originally started, at least in space. Mm-hmm. You know, Thanos... Mm-hmm is still on his quest for those stones and mm. you know, he's still out there doing something. Um, and so it's, it's just, and so, and they actually let it end, you know, with, with zombie right. Thanos there with the thing. And yeah. I like their zombie yeah. rules. Apparently the zombies could do magic. If they knew magic yeah. before they were zombified, they yeah. could still do magic and stuff. So that was an interesting thing. Um, And and head in the jar, all
1: the more terrifying, yeah. Right,
0: right, right. and then Scott Lang, head in the jar, you Uh know, like funny stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, when the the cloak of levitation goes and begins to hold him up and everything. Uh It's just Uh so I really like, I just to me, it had more surprises and more things, and I really, I really, I really dug it uh more than I thought it would because I'll be honest with you guys, I got over zombies a long time ago. Um yeah, yeah and I never cared for like well, the you, Marvel Zombies comics and that sort of thing.
1: Well you guys live in Zombie Central there. You oh, guys yeah. live in gra- ground Zero where, where it all yeah,
0: happens. down at Walking Dead. Yeah, down at Walking Dead territory. Yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it, but uh I don't know like and that's my thing too is I'm not necessarily a big horror fan. Mm. Um no, Lucas and yeah. I don't think you are either, Lucas.
2: No, you know, I did uh, when I was doing school stuff, I would take, um, let's just say extended study breaks mm-hmm. and uh, binge some shows and uh, Walking Dead had started to get pretty popular and I hadn't watched it. So I started watching it on my extended study breaks and uh, I kind of got into it uh, after a while. I'm, I'm not up to date or anything. I don't know what's going on in the world right now, but I, I've watched multiple seasons and uh, I remember kind of getting into it and watching three or four episodes one day, like when I first started watching it. And then I had to leave the house go do something. And dude, I was afraid to walk out of the house, <laughs> you know, because I have a bunch of woods around my house. Yeah. I thought I'd hear it, stuff, but uh, but I do. You talked about the Scott Lang thing. I do remember. I don't know what season it was. I know some of the listeners will know. Um, there was one season where you've got this guy called the Governor. And he has all these zombie heads like in aquariums. Mm -hmm. And so I saw Scott Lang's head like that, even though it was restored, which is another question uh, to talk about uh, or thought to talk about. I was I was taken right back to The Walking Dead, to the governor and his his aquarium full of zombie heads. Yeah. um,
1: That's interesting. I didn't even think about that, but I'll bet that inspired this.
2: Oh, yeah. There's all those little token, you know, the hand on the glass with, I guess that was Scott Mm -hmm. Lang in that scene too, just different Mm -hmm. little deals. Uh, And I'm not, you know, I'm not big into the zombie stuff either, Mm -hmm. Um, but but just some of the things I've watched over the years. But, you know, and I really think, you know, with the whole zombie show deal, um, just like, you know, when, you know, uh, Iron Man gets killed, Wong gets killed, Doctor Strange. All these guys just get killed. and We just kind of move on quick, I and mean, that's just kind of what happens in the zombie world. You just get yeah. desensitized by everything. Right, People are dead. Oh, I'm sad. Okay, we got to move on because if not, you're going to get eaten.
0: Yeah, so, right. so it was tough. Yeah it 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 had that it had that whole zombie thing going at him just like the walking dead does when all the, when, when, you know, you're traveling from the one thing to the next and, Mm. and there's the hope for the cure and you get there and, and, uh, and there's vision, you know, good old trusty vision. right? And, um, and, and so did you see that twist coming with him?
1: No, I didn't. That, uh, that came as a complete surprise to me. Um, and a, a really interesting, um, insight to his character you know that's not I don't I don't think we've seen you know any hint that vision was you know capable of making his personality was capable of these kinds of decisions of these kind of betrayals for love so it's it's an insight you know if, if you presume that our universe you know vision is this is the same as that one at heart you know you you learn a little bit about what's inside uh Vision's head well, and Vision's heart.
0: Well, don't forget when we meet up with Wanda and Vision in um in Infinity War, he is um he's there with her, they're they're off together and he's basically like what if we don't go back? Mm-hmm. What if we just he's stay together? Grid, yeah. So so he's right. he was ready to be off the grid with her, you know, like mm-hmm. it was he so, you know, the but the idea of betrayal like You do feel like he has a better moral center than that. Um, Yeah. And, uh, of course, now he he comes around and sacrifices himself at the end, uh, pulling that Mm -hmm. old stone out of his head and everything. And, um, Mm -hmm. mm, of course, that shuts everything down and everyone starts, Right. all the zombies start walking. Here they come. Yeah, here they come. You
1: know, here they come. You know, something about this episode, though, that um, impressed me a little more than some of the others um, is that uh, I'd never read any of the zombie comics. I was aware of them. Um, But, um, you know, like like you guys, you know, horror horror is not really my thing. So, you know, though I did watch the first few seasons of Walking Dead and then dropped out, you know, it's not something I gravitate to naturally. Um, but it, it, so it seems kind of preposterous, you know, how are you, how are they going to insert zombies into this and make it feel, you know, to me as a cat, you know, someone casual to that, you know, make it feel like everything else, you know, like it belongs here. Um, and it, it was real, it's really interesting to watch this episode and it feels like, our MC, you know our universe you know the 616 could have so easily gone this way yeah. the way they've set it up because of the way like you said of you know Bruce Banner dropping down and he could have so easily dropped into this and the, the idea of this this virus coming from the um, what do you call it the, the
0: miniature the quantum um, realm
1: yeah, yeah the quantum realm that the, the way they've set it up that could really happen you know it, now we know in Probably in the universe proper. That that virus actually is in the quantum realm somewhere. It's just, you know, the 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 one that we know didn't didn't happen to, to catch it. So that's kind of that's kind of a scary, freaky thought, but it's brilliant the way it was set up.
0: Yeah, I, I liked you always wonder well, how's this going to get started? And when it started down in the quantum realm, I thought that was a really cool thing. I also I like the fact that um, at the end you've got Hulk fighting zombies, mm. yeah. and and yeah. he already proved that his skin was so thick that they couldn't bite through it when Wanda tried to bite him, and his and his and his arm turned. And so, there, you're right, Adam. There there are a lot of things that kind of fit in with the MCU that we know, and um and and how this is one of those that, as far fetched as it seems, it's one of those things that could have easily taken place in in the universe that we know because it's just the one little thing, like more than anything, it's the one little thing that changed yeah. everything. A yeah, um,
1: really tiny little thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Literally. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's
2: one quote though that when he when it was said, it sent chills down my spine. You have awakened her, and she has not eaten in days. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and then you see
0: Scarlet Witch. You're like, "Oh no!" Which, which then you know leads to the great line from Scott: "Watch out, boys. She's a man eater." Oh, no. He's like, "Oh, I'm doing it again." He was, he was on a roll. Yeah. Guardian Leviosa. He couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't help himself. Yeah, <laughs> he did do the he did do the Harry Potter spell. I forgot about that. Right. That's the thing is I was really I was really surprised at how funny it was. I thought that that was just a yeah. great kind of yeah. um, obviously the Marvel Cinematic Universe leans heavy into humor anyway. Right. Um, but for this to be for this to have so much humor behind it was was kind of refreshing and surprising uh, yeah. to me for sure.
2: Well, you start right out, you know, with uh, Peter Parker doing his little video.
0: Journey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, Like this. a like a throwback to Zombieland. I don't know if you guys have seen that.
2: Yeah. Well, I'd heard that, but I was just thinking about because when in
0: Homecoming, doesn't he start that? Oh, way? yeah. Yeah. Like he does the whole video thing yeah. in Homecoming. Yeah. Did you
2: catch the different uh, little titles he gave everybody? It's like the last one on the line, like uh, Happy's was Boxer, you know, because he was a boxer. Uh, the, the, um, I guess security guy that was the ex con, It was like a Slavic folklore. <laughs> it's one of his special skills. And, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Bucky's heavy sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, what's it? Car, Sharon Carter. or Is that her name? Sharon Carter. Or, yeah. Uh, eulogies is one of her special skills. <laughs> eulogies.
0: That's, that's awesome. And they weren't, uh, I mean, and that's the thing, is they weren't scared to, um, they they weren't like you said, Luke, uh, Adam. They just weren't scared to kill off these people, and yeah, you know yeah. even 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 zombie Cap, oh. you know the way he went out was just mm. and being a zombie, his head didn't get taken off, so he's probably just kind of pulling himself around on his legs there. Oh, I yeah. guess
2: uh, I remember. I think it's early on in The Walking Dead. There's one, not to get too graphic here, but there's one image where a, a person that's in half and they're like crawling on the ground mm-hmm. trying to get to their you know, after people. I'm just like, oh, it's just so creepy. Well, they did that. That's what Cap's doing now. Yeah.
0: They did it in, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. Um, with, with that kind of thing. That was, and they also ran in Dawn of the Dead as well. That was, Oh, that's, Oh, that scares me even more. (laughs) I love that Kurt, that's the other thing is I love that Kurt was in this from the Ant-Man movies. Yeah. You know, um, he, he's one of those, T- to me, he he and and Ant Man's all his little friends, Luis and oh, and yeah. Kurt, uh, they just they they make that they make those movies so much, yeah, and um and so we got to see some of this stuff, um <laughs> so yeah I it was you're right it was they they did a good job I think of balancing yeah. balancing out the horror with humor. Mm-hmm. But then giving you, you know, giving zombie, I, I imagine, like I say, I'm not the biggest zombie movie fan, but I feel like they gave the zombie movie fans what they would want out of oh, something yeah. like this right. yeah. for sure.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so, man, You, you can't, you can't help, but, uh, you know, acknowledge Bucky's comment to cap after he cuts him in half. I guess this is the end of the, the end of the line.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> wow. That's true. That's true. He did. He, he pulled that out, uh, which was from uh, winter soldier.
2: Yeah, Winter Soldier. Did he say it in well, I guess he said it in that and they reflected on like a flashback too, because they were fighting and he in uh Cap says, I'll be with you to the end of the line. Right. And they showed a flashback too, and I think Bucky had said that to him. Well yeah, that's Creed. what that's that's yeah.
0: what uh, that's what they said to each other. That's what they said in winter soldier. And yeah. so as they're fighting at the end, Cap says, You go ahead and finish it because I'm with you till the end of the line. Yeah. And then Bucky just breaks the glass next to him and they plummet into the river. Mm-hmm. So yeah good stuff yeah i like i like uh seeing bucky with that shield
2: i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah it's good so
0: well you know he was um stuff uh oh wait a minute he was uh he was he was cap for a little while he was captain america for a little while in the comics so yeah yeah i'm trying to see if anyone's saying anything over in the chat lucas Oh, yeah. You Anyone can get
1: talking? them together in Lego form, anyway. Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> really? What? What? Yeah. You mean like you can make a Bucky Cap? Or well, it-
1: the, yeah. There, there's um, the the new series. I haven't seen them yet, but the new series of uh, Lego uh, minifigs in those little rant, those little blind packs.
0: Oh that yeah, are coming yeah. Out.
1: It's for it's for the what ifs, and he com- his figure comes with a shield.
0: Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. We have to make
2: a run to the store now. Very yes, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, he, um, you know, he actually had the cap suit on for a while in in the comics. Um, wow. He was Captain America. It was an interesting time because when um, when he took on the role, one of the first images of him as Captain America, he's he has a gun, and people are like, "Why has he got a gun?" And it's like, "Well, because he's a soldier." Um, but he, you know, he. He basically Cap just, used a gun, I mean, at least in MCU. Well, did. in the MCU, but you know, in, in the comics, you get to a point where it's like it's all shield and, yeah.
2: um, like Batman using a gun,
0: I guess. I right. Well, maybe not. Right. So. Right. Well, you know, back in the day in the comics, before all the comics code stuff, Batman did initially use a gun. Oh, uh, there you go. Learning, you learning all kinds the of knowledge. Stuff. Well, you know, but, I try. I try. Hold on a second. Let me so, see.
2: So help me. I know you're looking for something, Steve. Mm-hmm. So. But help me understand, okay, and I've watched it a couple of times, the Mindstone, How is that keeping them at bay, and how is that going to heal them? Oh, yeah, look at there. Cap's got a gun.
0: Well, if you remember with the uh, – that's Bucky Cap, by the way. Okay. You can see it's more of a smooth kind of armored outfit he's got going on there, and it's right. got the black that comes down. Um on his on his arms and stuff, and that would go down to his legs as well. So, yeah, that's that's Red old Bucky Cap. Um, I, there was something about the the signal that was given off that, as it was active in Vision's mind, you know, working. It was given, and that's what was holding those zombies at bay.
2: Okay, it is the mind stone, so right? Guess, yeah. And
0: so I think the idea was because because Vision had used its power and everything to at least heal Scott, at least his head. I think the idea was if we can get back to Wakanda we've got the technology there to fix this thing. And so but then you know that last shot is Thanos Zombie Thanos yeah. with the gauntlet missing that yeah. soul stone so yeah. or mind stone Is he stone. missing the soul the, mine, the mind so. stone I meant. Yeah, I get so, a little confused.
2: Refresh refresh my memory then. So uh so Hulk uh it comes to Earth, you know, Himdall sends him there after their fight Thanos mm-hmm, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's got two stones at the beginning, so when we first uh, see that in Infinity War, right? So obviously, by the end of Infinity War, he's got them all, and that's when everybody's dusted, I guess. Right? Um, mm-hmm. But in this, he has them all, awaiting them in Wakanda. So in the original, is he inst-
0: in Wakanda? Is that where he's at? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So they're coming up. That's the shield. And they're all
2: zombies in Wakanda. They're going back to a zombie infestation in Wakanda. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's not a safe place. Mm. So the the end is not over. It's They're going to, to a dark place. Um, but I ask all that to say, now, I don't remember in Affinity War. Does he come to Earth any other time to get a stone, or is everything Alpha Earth? Because obviously he has two at the beginning. He goes to the collector and gets another
0: one. Okay, really quickly.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that is Wakanda. Yeah, that's Wakanda. They're behind the shield thing.
0: Well, that's not good. That's a, now no. see that's classic. That's classic zombie movie oh, ending yeah. ending taking away yeah. all your hope, yeah.
2: You got hope, you yeah. got hope and then all of a sudden there's a horde of zombies waiting right. on the Wakanda right. barrier outside inside of it.
0: Yeah. And there's Thanos
2: too. So he's made it to Wakanda. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So he but he also got zombified when he got to Earth.
2: Right. You know I took a bite out of that leg. That's he's got right. To
0: So, um, yeah, I think that, uh, I I think what you've got is you've got, he got, he had, when we first run into him, he has the power stone, right? Uh, yes, I think that's right. Yeah, power stone, and then he gets the space stone, is that what the Tesseract tesseract? was? Yeah. He gets that there on the ship when he kills Loki. From there, um... The whole thing, he comes to Earth to get the time stone, or he sends them to Earth to get the time stone. Uh, but they but don't, they, they don't they, get they, it. Yeah, they're zombified, so how right. does he get it? That's well, it. um it, because Strange is zombified. He gets mm-hmm. ate up by bugs. And there it is. It's just laying there. Okay. So, I know
2: we don't have to have very whole finish, finish but I was just thinking... If you lay over the two timelines, those what if moments and the ripple effects. Oh yeah, well
0: thing, things will get off track, but that means he's also already gone to Vormir to get the Soul Stone, so Gam- so Gamora is is dead, right? Um, you know, and and you've still got out in space the Guardians of the Galaxy because okay. this is this this disease this zombie thing is obviously confined to Earth right now, right? You know, so it wouldn't surprise me if we get a season two of What If if they revisit this. And and bring in the guardians and yeah. and Thor, you Did know
2: that. Now I don't I don't know how much stock and I never really checked into it till you started doing it. The IMDb stuff, right? There is a second season listed for this. Yeah. Well, no titles, nine episodes, and it could just be something they do. Yeah, I don't know.
0: that's just that. That at this point, it's someone has heard something, okay. and so they're reporting a rumor. So it's an open source type deal too. So
2: where you can just.
0: As far, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I okay. think so. But I just thought
2: that was interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was a really really cool episode. Again, I felt guilty for not feeling bad when people died. <laughs> right. I mean, right. Iconic well, heroes getting their heads cut off, and Falcon got chopped in down the middle, and was just like, "What is what does Winter Soldier say?" Goes, "I should feel
0: bad, but I don't," or something. Right. Like yeah, that. Right. Well, right, because because yeah. of their little rivalry, they've had. Yeah. <laughs> Right. (laughs) Well, what about uh, okay? Well, let's move on to what if Killmonger rescued uh, Iron Man? Okay, because this is really interesting to me, um, because the truth, because again, the the difference is what Killmonger chooses to do with his life to put himself in a position to be with Tony Stark or to get in good with Tony Stark. And, you know, intercepts the whole thing from Obadiah Stain to, to kill him. You know, his, his plot to kill Tony and everything. And then so he shows up to save Tony's life, which Tony ends up, you know, just digging him because of how smart he is and, and everything else that goes on. And meanwhile, like the whole time, Killmonger is is the villain. He's the he's the mastermind and he's masterminding a plot. And I just think that's really interesting because so often we don't, um, you know, we, you, to me, I got sucked in every now and again that, Oh, maybe he's going to be a good guy this time. Maybe he's going to be a good guy.
1: Right. right And,
0: and, and it's hard to tell a story when you know someone's the bad guy and actually suck people into being like, Oh no, he's a good guy. So, um, I don't know that to me, that was the most interesting takeaway of this. Um, I did have one nitpick with it. One big nitpick. And that is when they're talking about a power source for those drones, Tony mentions reducing the size of the, the arc reactor. And then he's like, Oh, that's a stupid idea. But the thing is, Mm -hmm. you know, I go back to the line in the original Iron Man, Tony Stark built this in a cave with spare parts. And it's because he'd apparently been thinking about it anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that, that, regardless of the reasons here that he would have been like yeah, let's go get vibranium instead of here I can do this uh, with the technology at my disposal right now I can do this within the course of a day or two. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's a couple of things. First off, when he does say that about the the miniaturized arc reactor, do you, you catch he's he's tapping himself on the chest when he says it? I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, kind of, yeah. Wow. But the other thing is, now, yes, you're right, he probably has got some schematics on it. He's thought about it. But also he's gone through some serious life experience now yeah. in the MCU. He's captured, he's, you know, gone through all these different things. He's rethought everything. He's trying to survive. Whatever ideas he can get. He hasn't gone through that if you look at Killmonger Rescue Him. He's still just He's still a punk.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: I mean, at that press conference, they're asking him all this stuff. And, you know, I wish there was a Four Seasons and whatever. I can't remember all those comments, but I I really think that probably changed his perspective on things. He's still Mm -hmm. prideful. He's still all these things. So he just blows off that idea. Party boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Party boy. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I see your point, Steve, but I think too, you have to consider some of that too. That's true.
0: Yeah. Well, it is what if? It is an alternate universe, Adam. That's right. Yeah.
2: What if? Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, think about it. No Iron Man. So,
0: well, and that, you know, and that's the kind of thing that fires the imagination is is moving forward. Then how does how would how does everything else go down? Yeah, because because you've got to always remember there's still things happening that were going to happen. Thor, this does not change Thor's attitude in Asgard that causes him to get banished to Earth. Um Mm -hmm. Just because Iron Man doesn't become Iron Man, Tony Stark doesn't become Iron Man, that does not change what happens, you know, in Asgard. It doesn't mm-hmm. change what happened to Peter Quill. It doesn't change Thanos' plans. It doesn't change... it. Nothing else changes. And so, but without Iron Man, and, and, and I like the beginning where it's like, you take this out and then what, what have you got? But Nick Fury's still around. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. The minute Killmonger started making these moves, obviously, you know they they wanted to do the Thunderbolt Ross thing because Killmonger was, uh, you know, a Navy Seal and everything. But the minute he starts making these moves, this is the kind of thing that you would think would attract Fury, where he'd mm-hmm. be like, "All right, what's going on here?" Right, and he would step in, which you know he didn't. And that's fine. That's his business. He's yeah. the, he's the he's the head of Shield, not me.
2: Yeah, but you're right. Shields around. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. So.
1: I think they're also just trying to balance characters out between the episodes too. Because Nick Fury had a big episode, and this is this might be the only time we see Thunderbolt Ross. So it's a good good way to get that character in here. That's true. They they do seem to be making a conscious effort to draw on as many people as they can from the MCU, which is kind of cool because there's a lot of you know, seldom people like your uh, Slavic folklore guy that um, we we wouldn't have seen unless they thought creatively to use him. That's right.
0: That's right. Well, I wonder, um, you know, like, at the end, it ends with, of course, the ladies are going to save the world. You know, Mm -hmm. Pepper and and Shuri are getting together and figuring out what they're going to do. But, uh, you know, you just, you kind of, again... There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, stuff they could do to kind of do sequels. If they did a season two, there's a lot of things they could do to dece- to do sequels to these things. But it's interesting to me that in a lot of this storytelling, um, outside of that first episode, really, I need to go back and kind of peruse and see what they did. But outside of that first episode. There's not a lot of hope that kind of well the first two episodes maybe because T'Challa became a Star Lord was all light and fluffy yeah. everything else is,
2: right. is bleak
0: but everything else so. has yeah. been very Twilight Zoney bleak kind yeah. of stuff hasn't it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah and yet again in this episode we see some gut punching deaths you know to see mm. Tony Tony Stark you oh, know br- brutally murdered. And Chadwick Boseman, I'll bet that you know that they must have thought about that. I'll bet that hurt you know making that back in you know in the studios and stuff. But they went you know went ahead through with it because that's presumably what Chadman would
3: want.
0: Well, and how much how this is this is one of the things I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on. You know that situation. I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, that must have been kind of rough on them, depending on when all this got finished up and everything. But how poignant was it that when he drinks the black panther juice and yeah. he ends up basically in the soul world, you know, walking the soul world. It is T'Challa that he ends up talking to. Right. Yeah. And and so it to me I was like that was what was kind of the gut punch to me right. is here is Chadwick Boseman, yeah. you know, literally beyond the grave and and then on the, on the screen beyond the grave, right. you know, yeah. having this conversation and it was really poignant and and really you know, kind of tug the heartstrings a little bit, right? So, you
2: know, his comments, if I'm not mistaken, on the ship as they're flying back to Wakanda in the zombie one, mm-hmm. and then his comments here in the the afterlife. I mean, both of them point to the fact that the physical death is is not the end, right? That there's still more to yeah. come. There's still, right. um, you know, essentially, you reap what you sow, as he's talking to Killmonger about. Yeah. It. Um, so, I mean. You know, of course, Chadwick Boseman is no longer with us, but he shares that powerful message still. You know, and in those characters, death isn't the end. Mm-hmm. There's still there's still more to come. So, you know, making sure that our, our life matters here. You know, obviously, as we talked about before, from uh, with us three being uh, followers of Christ, you know, we understand that to um, you know be anchored in our hope in Christ and and the fact that there is there is life after death. Mm-hmm. For those that place their faith in Him, but right, um, but you know, as we think about this, I mean, just again, um, death isn't the end. So
3: right,
2: so but you know, there's, there's several several things I think in this episode. You know, obviously, you know, as Adams already talked about, we get Tony's death, we get Tashala's death, you get Rhodey's
0: death. Oh I yeah, mean, Rhodey was I mean, the one that kind of yeah. was a gut oh, punch man. more than anything to right, me. Yeah. yeah
2: three big heroes that mm-hmm. are put out oh and there we got claw Claw, oh, claw yeah. yeah
0: i like the comic book version of claw a little bit better right yeah it's the, quite different the straight up crazy sound <laughs> living sound
2: so as you show that it reminded me so i, I got to thinking okay why does it? why isn't his arm all jacked up so I went back and watched uh, Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: And that's, yeah, this hadn't, Ultron hadn't happened yet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, because Tony never became Iron Man. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So he, yeah. he never meets Ultron to chop off his hand or his arm that's or whatever. That's pretty smart. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, the rip, and I really, and I think Adam noted this earlier. <laughs> Marvel has done a great job connecting yeah, all these things, you know, not just the what if, but the MCU is just, I mean, you. Can, I wish I could have the time to start at the beginning and just rock all the way through to where we are and just see the connective tissue. It's just amazing.
0: You've so. got plenty of time to do that. Yeah, I do. Who, so this is this is Claw here in the comments? This is Claw in the comments, yeah. yeah.
2: He looks like he's got an ice cream maker on his hand. Well,
0: <laughs> that is that is his sound. That's where he uh, focuses his sound through and makes sound solid. He makes okay. sound waves solid and uses them as a weapon. And um like his He-Man britches, too. Yeah. Well, and so he, uh, he, a lot of similar stuff, a lot of similar origins and everything tied into the and Wakanda and all. But, um, he, uh, in, in Secret Wars, Dr. Doom found him, uh, aboard Galactus's ship. And I forget how he got there, but he basically dissects Claw and, mm-hmm. and, and it drives Claw crazy. So he ends up being like this lunatic. And, um, Almost funny in a way, but um
2: he's like that in MCU. He's yeah, oh man. yeah, he's
0: definitely a lunatic. So <laughs> and they've I think they've made like one figure of him that came in a two pack with yeah, Black yeah. Panther Shuri. Yeah. You know, I've, I've That's the one is that
2: the one you had, Adam? Is that the figure?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about we, the comic book version. Oh, the comic of version. Yeah. Oh, god. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. This is MCU version. MCU version. I gotta
1: say, it is pretty cool. He's. I don't have it on here, but he comes with a separate arm. You can plug in. You oh, know, nice. It splits apart with the laser. Oh, yeah. But what's really interesting about him is he's the first one I saw. He actually has this um, removable vest. Hmm. Oh. Um, you can take it off. So it's got like plastic clothes on. Oh, cool. The next one they did that with was um, the the Infinity War Black Widow with the, the yellow hair. Um, she's also got, a, you know, removable plastic clothing. And I think that's something they were testing with the MCU figures, which then now they're doing with the G.I. Joe. That's what the, nearly all the figures have that. So it's kind of it's interesting. I don't know what the purpose was with him and Black Widow, why they did that. They must be planning to make other versions of, you yeah. know, that character. But it's interesting.
2: Yeah, isn't it? It's like it's, it's business attire and then action attire.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: casual it's casual it's a casual attire Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know there's a lot of cool stuff I, I think in this episode i mean again dark again uh but you know steve i think you talked about it um you know at the end you've got pepper and suri team teaming up i guess you could say but in the real mcu both of them are at a point of transition as well i right. mean tony's dead um Black Panther's dead, and they're both – and I don't know what Pepper's status is going to be. We obviously see in in uh, um, Endgame she's got a suit and all this stuff. Is yeah. she going to continue that or what? But we know, Suri's going to be the, the next Black Panther. At right. least that's my understanding. Well, so,
0: yeah, maybe. Who knows?
2: I, well, I know. There's mixed reviews on that. But, uh, but did it not puzzle you guys? She seemed a lot smaller. She did
1: yeah, y- younger. So yeah. I, I don't know. Is well, this, the, is it, this look,
0: this this is happening in the time frame of Iron Man one. Okay. okay. So this is happening well before everything that goes on right. in you know down the road. So this is all kind of Iron Man one territory. Okay. In the first mm-hmm. few minutes, he saves Tony. They come back. And so remember, Tony wasn't missing for the length of time that he was missing, right. in, initially. So they they come straight back to the states, have their press conference. Obadiah is brought down, you know, and he begins to work with with dude. And so they're probably together for a few weeks, maybe a month or so before they start really getting things rolling. You've not you've not even gotten into Iron Man two time frame. So Shuri is going to be a little bit younger. She's going to yeah. be probably what. At that point, 10 years younger from the time we met her in the MCU.
2: Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Good point. Good catch. So, uh, you know, we do have the mention of the the Ten Rings yeah, yeah, in this, which, you know, ties right into um, uh, Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi or or whatever, which is in the theaters now, which, you know, again, I can't help but think that they – I know we've had the COVID stuff, things delayed and all that stuff, but still just – Again, the interconnectivity yeah. of the MCU and releases and everything, um, which was uh, neat. Oh, oh, the um, what was it? The deal that Killmonger used the uh, the sonic deal, you know, that hurt their ears or whatever. Oh
0: yeah, it was like a weapon. It was a more weaponized version of the thing that yeah. Obadiah used. Yeah, like yeah, it he- was a gun version almost. Yeah, Obadiah had like a key fob. But yeah, was- yeah.
2: <laughs> This is a little more intense. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: a little stronger uh, deal
2: going on there. Oh man. Yeah. I I mean, I really liked both of them. Um, Oh, you get this scene and I'm just kind of shotgun and stuff. The, the sunrise theme, uh, scene, you know, he's out there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. But you know, he, he got to see the sunrise before as he was about to die.
0: Oh my God, there's penguins on my body. Oh my God, (laughs) there's penguins on my body. (laughs) Right.
1: I've, I've not heard that version. No. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: a Disney vault talk throwback for everybody. Oh. Uh. To those that uh. listen to that. Yeah, that, yeah, that was an, I didn't think about that. He actually, yeah, that was kind of mirrored his death scene in, yeah. in the, uh, in the movie there.
2: Well, you uh, know, Tasha's dad's going to get it eventually. So, cause he knows yeah. he his, his his dad and, you know. Even as he's bowing there, he's got that smirk like he's had the whole episode. Right, like, right. I got he's a master manipulator, that's for sure. So mm.
0: it's not a. It, again, you know, like you say, it it ends in in some ways kind of hopeless, but not as globally hopeless. Right. Um, you know he well or does it?
2: I mean, the Wakandas now have an army of mechs. You know, and the, his goal is to uh, release heck on the rest of the world. So, yeah, I don't know it's just a yeah it's it's dark (laughs) on a a lighter note i really got a kick out of it when um tony and and uh killmonger they're first starting out and he's kind of baiting tony you know to to build the the um uh, what do they call it the the liberator Mm -hmm. Mm. and uh tony's like said yeah let me let me see your science fair project yes (laughs) (laughs) kind of condescending he opens it up and he's like yeah what is this and he goes i'm really into anime
0: yeah well we're gonna build the largest gundam model then (laughs) that's right yeah
2: really that's the only i don't remember a whole lot of humor in that one so other than those little things well yeah
0: it was tony was definitely the 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 driving force of the humor in that in that episode so um i don't know that there's a description of what's coming next anywhere um well, I haven't seen the exact episode, but
2: we're down to, what, three more?
0: Yeah, the next week will be episode seven, and then, of course, eight, and then the big finale in, in the first week did of October. you see the, the mid-season trailer, though? I did not. So, I, I did not see that. I would
2: encourage you to look at it, and maybe you can do it while we're we're hanging out here. But, you know, the, the question that's plagued us from show one, episode one, was okay. Is there any connectivity to this? Or are these just kind of one off deals? Oh, there's connectivity. Oh,
0: um, really?
2: They're, they're going to be bringing
0: why stop at be- one. Oh, sorry. Whoa. Sorry.
2: <laughs> they're going to be bringing heroes from the different multiverses in for some battle. So, Captain Carter, um, T'Challa right. Star, I mean, all of them are going to be brought in. So, therefore, there has to be some stationary timeline. Maybe it's a sacred timeline or whatever. That they're all coming back to. Hmm. So, again, I think it's going to tie into what we saw with Loki and, and all that. I really do. So, there you go. You're going to rock it for us? Yeah, go let's, ahead.
0: let's try to rock it and see what happens.
2: All Hero. right, we're watching the mid season uh, trailer here, Adam.
0: When we can show you all of them, heroes are forged in darkness, defined by sacrifice. There is still hope of the multiverse
2: here we go we do not back down from a fight aye aye commander
0: now or never zombies great idea that doesn't sound ominous at all hey who needs a plan i have a shield (gasps)
1: to you,
2: you will see. Witness the biggest heroes of the multiverse. Or small, if you catch my drift. What if? You know what they say when you're out of luck. Always go duck. I'm pretty sure no one says that.
0: Now streaming only on Disney+. I don't know. They didn't really show a lot. It just kind of was a lot of recapping yeah. what we've seen.
2: But I think, if I'm not mistaken, you'd read us the deal
0: from. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I gave some spoilers that we stumbled oh, into. Yeah, from the yeah, from which
2: the, uh, maybe it's them having to. I really feel like they're all going to come back together. They're going right. to be pulling from the multiverse these different. So yep. again, there has to be a stationary point they can all
0: come back to. Sure, right. sure. Alternate. So well, it just be whatever timeline they choose to come back to. I would think, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah.
2: But it's not the whole, you know, because that was the thing we've talked about. Is there is there connectivity to this? Well, right, not. there is. So, and I think it is. I think it'll connect to Loki. I really do. Yeah. What's happened there?
0: Um. So, just so any any final thoughts about these episodes? Because I got a couple other things I want to talk to you guys about while we're here.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm, I think that's. I think we're good, man. Those are good episodes. I look forward to the next next couple ones. And hey, here's a question: Are we going to do? Uh, two, because there's three left. Are we going to do, you know, in a couple of weeks, do the two and then have another one where we watch the final final show?
0: Yeah. We'll just, we'll do the finale as one episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, what you got, what's, what's on your mind? Well, I tell you, the first thing is, is, and I told Adam, I would try to show you guys this tonight. Um, Adam, uh, sent me some stuff in the mail, which I really appreciate Adam and um, and I didn't think about. it. I should have just unbox it here, but uh, in there were a couple of these bad boys. Now these are Stiltman legs.
2: I was going to say, are those nunchucks? Nope, they're Stiltman legs.
0: I was going to say, I'm going to send you, Adam. If you're sending yeah. nunchucks, <laughs> and and so I want to show you guys. I already have Stiltman legs, but the great thing about these is yeah. is you can stack them up taller. Oh. So I want to show you what he looks like now. Awesome.
2: Without oh, him. And how so, many how many legs do you have on it now? Just Steve? the
0: one set. Okay, so that's just one set. Just okay. one oh, set of legs. Oh. So he stands, you know, twice as tall, basically as as your standard six inch figure. There. Who's the green guy beside him? That sometimes? is the uh, that is the vault guard. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Good. So uh, he, I got him, so I could uh, build this guy up a little bit more. Let's see here. Ooh. Yeah. He's just mean, missing the legs. Missing huh? the legs, yeah. yeah. And that's uh that's Ironheart. Legless bear. That's <laughs> Ironheart and um and the stealth armored Iron Man, which I really don't want those figures. And so I'm trying <laughs> to cool see if figure. I can get them on, get that them, on is neat. Get them on the yeah. secondary market somehow.
1: I so, really want that bear. I don't know anything about the bear, but it's just <laughs> looks so cool.
0: I want that. He's Ursa Major, <laughs> man. He's he's part of the old uh winter guard situation. Oh. So um I'm going to now put the other legs on him, but oh. while I do that, let's um let us I wanna see Adam, did you get to see Shang Chi's Shang Chi yet? Yes, oh. I
3: did.
1: I I greatly enjoyed Shang Chi and I got two of these guys.
2: There you go. I got mine loose here. Ah,
1: nice. okay. I have an open mind. I've still got Katie coming. She hasn't arrived. I guess she got delayed.
0: Does she come with Morris? Yes, she does. Yeah. Nice. Well, I, Lucas, how did you, you got to see it. what did you think? Yeah. I liked it a lot.
2: Uh, I kind of, honestly, I came in with low expectations. Sure. Mm -hmm. Did. Um, I hadn't heard a lot. I wasn't familiar with the character. And from the beginning I was like, yeah, I'm digging this. (laughs) It was good. Um, I was, I was, I enjoyed it. Um, I loved seeing Wong in there and, and Mm -hmm. everything. Um, i really liked of course you know you've got the the supernatural but it's more of a a natural magic like a you know based in the earth i mean an ancient folklore and all this stuff instead of technology instead of enhanced like meta humans i mean you know magic i mean it was really oh man it was was so cool so cool
0: yeah i i was really pleasantly surprised um the uh the ten rings I'm really interested because in the comics originally with the Mandarin his ten rings were literal rings that he wore on his fingers yeah. okay. and and they were a result of he found them basically almost like green lantern with from a crashed alien um, oh. for they were they were alien they were literally alien technology and each ring had a different power to it um you know of course at the in the post credit sequence we find that uh that those rings are sending out a signal right now. Um, like as, as Abba would say, they're sending out an SOS. Um,
3: (laughs) and, uh, and, and I, the, the,
0: I came away just absolutely shocked at how much I enjoyed the movie. I was not planning on enjoying it that much. I thought it would just be kind of a thing to do, but, um, but I, and I know Haley loved it. Like we got through and Mm -hmm. hate. Well, first of all, The first big fight scene on the bus, you know, like the speed meets kung fu meets the matrix kind of thing. Like I, my arm is still sore from where my wife was just gripping it the whole time. (laughs) And I realized immediately because I'm like, Oh, she's into this. Yeah. And, um, and so she came away just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it, you know? And, and so to go from, you know, the streets of San Francisco to, the the other realm of you know the chinese beast and everything the like you said lucas the magic was just such a cool ride and such a neat thing to 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 do and and such a such a new kind of direction really even for mm-hmm. marvel to take in in so many ways
2: um yeah. well, I, when they go going to that village man and those just mm-hmm. Those dragon, lion, whatever—I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Oh, just just amazing. I want to just cuddle up with one, honestly. <laughs> right? But, dude, oh, those are so cool. What man. about Morris? Dude,
0: yeah. Morris, what's oh the
2: <laughs> whatever that thing <laughs> was? was no face. That he's yeah, about. the no
0: face fuzzy winged yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I I was I was Trevor's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Here's the thing: <laughs> yeah. I was really pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed Trevor. Yeah. Um too. he was the gr- biggest disappointment to me. Right. Um in Iron Man 3, I was so I yeah, was a let down. Just let yeah. down by everything that he was and mm-hmm. and so for him to come back around and and just be a delight in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> he was he it was he had such a cute personality i mean ge- genuinely adorable and lovable he he really he really is like a little gem you know stuck in the armor there
2: well i mean you he's know.
0: been kingsley for crying out loud you right. know, like, yeah he knows how to get it done that's for sure yeah
2: but I, uh, I love that i mean i mean i know we're spoiling whatever here now at this point
0: but it, when
2: he's laying there and you think he's dead yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and morris walks up he's like oh i'm not dead come on do it with me. And so then right. <laughs> <laughs> Morris yeah. falls over and just plays dead next to him. Right. Yeah, that was a good moment. That, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like In Iron Man 3, the character that Trevor was portraying, mm-hmm. the, the person of the Mandarin, was mm-hmm. so terrifying right. and so just cold-hearted. I was just like, this guy is one of the greatest, like I never cared for the Mandarin in the comics, Mm -hmm. but I was like, this guy's one of the greatest villains ever on screen in cinema. And then for them to do for Shane Black and company to do what they did with him Mm -hmm. was like, it ruined the movie for me the first time I watched it. Like I hated to be that guy. I even remember my Mm -hmm. initial review of it. I was saying, you know, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to have to be that geek that Mm -hmm. absolutely hates what they've done with this character. And so when he showed up, and he's just like, I did, what did he do for them? Did he do, um? Mid, was it Hamlet? Midsummer's, no. Midsummer's Night Dream or Hamlet, yeah. He was like, and they liked it, so, you know, it's the power of acting. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I just loved, I loved everything he brought to the table with them because yeah. it was, you know, like I say, it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew about the Abominations cameo, yeah. but it was a surprise to see Um, him show up. What about Wong being shady and like rigging the bets and everything?
2: Yeah, yeah, him and Abomination were in cahoots, man. Yeah, that's what I, I was texting Steve. I was like, Are they like Buddy Buddy? Is there something I don't know from comics?
0: And I, yeah, and I was like, No, I don't know what's going on, but I told Lucas, I think I'm the only person in the world that got excited about Blue Trunks because Abomination. In the comics, wears blue trunks, and they're doing the thing with him where like he's got the fins on the side of his head uh, now, like he's looking more like the comic book version of the Abomination. Right. And and so I was just delighted, and knowing that he's going to be in She-Hulk mm. is oh. is pretty exciting for me.
2: Now, that's a Disney Plus series, right?
0: That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, now we saw Abomination in Witch Hulk. The incredible it's, Hulk, the MCU the original. One. Yeah. So, oh, so, okay. So with, uh, Ed Norton. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. I and they,
1: remember. they mentioned him in one of those DVD shorts, um, with, uh, what's is, his name from yep. agents of shield.
0: It's a funny thing happened on the way to New Mexico or something like yeah. that is what it's called because it's, it opens up with Sitwell and, um, and Colson sitting in a diner talking about going and, and getting the asset or whatever. And, um, and he's like, well, we can't, and, and, they, and they're talking about how Ross wants to send, wants to use the abomination or how they want to use the abomination or something. He's like, we can't use him. He's unstable. And yeah. so what it does is they have their conversation and, and Coulson's like, I'll take care of it. I'll get, no, it's called the, the consultant. He's yeah. like, I'll get our consultant on it. And then it flashes to the scene from the Incredible Hulk where Tony walks into the bar. And the idea is that Tony infuriated Thunderbolt Ross so much that he refused to let, Blonsky out, the abomination out, to go help them and, and be part of the Avengers, basically, mm. and um, and so that and so they go after Bruce instead, of course, but um, yeah, so that that was that was called the consultant, is what that was called. The str- A funny thing happened on the way to New Mexico. Is just Coulson being awesome in a convenience store to robbery. Someone tries to <laughs> rob a convenience yeah. store while Coulson stopped for gas and yeah. on his way out to New Mexico to the Hammer and. And he stops things. And so, yeah, that, yeah, that I'm a, was...
2: I'm going to step away just for a minute. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Wow. That was a cool thing they did on a lot of the DVD releases, Adam. I don't know yeah. if you know, remember this, is they had those one-shots, they called them. Yeah. And they were just fun little short films. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they'd continue to do those kinds of things. Because those were fun little, just yeah. quick, interconnective tissue. That, that And then, of course, the whole All Hell the King, the one that they mm. just released on Disney Plus, right. was much needed. Just yeah. to set people's minds at ease yeah. about, you know, the whole Mandarin situation at yeah. all.
1: And they refer to that he refers to that scene uh in this. Right. Uh, yeah. He tells you know the they,
0: whole story. Yeah. He gives yeah. he basically gives his origin there.
1: Right.
0: I what about the just the whole you know, I, I even saw today on Twitter, like someone trying to be the smartest guy in the room, and you know who you are, Dave and Dave Jones agreed. They're talking about like every Marvel movie being the same or whatever, you know, but still making money. <laughs> I just there's a part of me that really disagrees with that. I think that yeah. I think I think that in and as a writer, you know, you know this kind of thing. Obviously they're mm-hmm. gonna be tropes to any comic book right or or comic book movie. Um but a lot of these movies when they're introducing these new characters, mm-hmm. you have to do the origin story. Yeah. It's yeah. not like Superman or Batman where we know where they came from. You know, right. you have to do these origin stories. And there's and and when it comes to an origin story, especially a Marvel origin story, there are similar shades of things that go on. Mm-hmm. But I think where Marvel has excelled a lot of times is in the Act Two uh, yeah. with with these characters. But I like I walk watching Shang Chi. To me, we'd seen the magic stuff in Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. But this seemed like completely something different. This was almost like some type of fantasy or fairy tale or something, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested on your perspective as a writer. You know, Mm -hmm. what do you have to say when you see something like Shang Chi? Is am I just missing something? Am I a plebe that doesn't understand that it was the same as everything else, the MCU? Or, Mm -hmm. Or or what is that criticism all about, do you think?
1: No, I think um, it is a very common criticism. I, I used to say that uh, myself before I got into the MCU, like when the first couple of movies were coming out. And, um, you know, long after I got into it, uh, my brother would say the same thing. And he hadn't really seen any of the MCU. Right. He said, you know, they're they're all the same. You know, they've got their two you know, their their small fight and then the other small fight and then they got the big end battle and it's just every movie is the same. And I said, no, you know, it's not, you know, Marvel's different. They, They really, they make each movie stand out. You know, they're really well thought out. This is a whole different animal than all the the superhero movies we saw, you know, in the '90s and the, you know, the right. early yeah. 2000s. Yep. Um. And so I finally convinced him to watch them, and he's like, "Hey, you're you're right. <laughs> I actually, I enjoyed these movies, nice. and I'm watching them with my kids, and we're all enjoying them. So we're working our way through them all.
3: Oh, cool. Um.
1: So yeah, no, I agree with you on that. But it is it is a common complaint, and I think it's because There's so many of them. People assume they're going to be that way. And it may seem that way to the casual viewer. Yeah. Um, You know, the casual viewer that's only seen a couple of them. But when you're consuming all of them like we are, you know, you see that, no, each one's very different. Like, you know, this one, they made a big deal, much as they did um, Black Panther about it, you know, being black, black heritage, African right, heritage. Right, This one's, you know, all about the Chinese heritage. And having lived over, you know, in Southeast Asia, and I spent a little bit of time in China, yep. I really appreciated the nuance of, um, you know, the Chinese culture in this. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't just... It wasn't just superficial. It wasn't just throwing it out there. It was on a very deep level. Like when he goes to his friend Katie's house and the family's all sitting there at the table and her grandmother is there, not even his grandmother, it's hers, and he... Gives her all the grandmother, all the difference, you know, all the attention. Right. He greets her. He's t- he's sitting next to her, talking to her. Everyone mm-hmm. else in the room is secondary because she is the the elder, the matriarch in the family. Wow. And yeah. when he, when he leaves, he has to say goodbye specifically to her. Mm. And this is exactly what I had to do whenever I went over to my friends' houses in Vietnam. The grandmother or the grandfather, I had to greet. I had to you know bow and
0: wow. You know,
1: You know, and I had to say goodbye specifically to them, you know, and that's that's what you do. So, you know, and they were talking about, you know, the the ancestor worship and leaving the the offerings that they burn on the the graves. And, you know, all that stuff was sprinkled throughout the movie. Right. I was really impressed, you know. And of course, you know, they've got a lot of Chinese people working on this movie, you know, making it behind the scenes, the writers and whatnot. So, you know, hopefully they would pay attention to all that because they they would know it firsthand but just to see it play out in the movie um that meant a lot and it it that's part of what differentiates it from all the other movies is they take that care and have that unique culture in it
0: yeah i thought you know it it obviously and and like you say you've been there you know Mm -hmm. you know when you know wherever you speak you know, I I don't. I'm not as familiar with the nuances of the Chinese culture, you know, as as anyone would be. But I also never felt like they were parroting or right. or or stereotyping to an extreme. You know, it was okay. just like it's just you know, even like there's a point where she's asked, Katie has asked her her actual Chinese name at yeah, some point, yeah. you know, and. And that's something that, that I never really thought about. Is like there are a lot of immigrants who who came over from from some of those lands in the East in the Orient who changed their names to be more American sounding, right? You know, because of the difficulty that they had, mm. you know, just just to fit in that little extra bit. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and
1: even even now, you know, I don't know a lot about it because uh, I'm I know more of like. Asian people in Asia than I do Asian people in America. Um, But my understanding is a lot of, you know, Americans will have two names as well. And even over in Vietnam, I had friends that were different native ethnicities other than Vietnamese. um, And they would have their own ethnic name plus a Vietnamese name to fit in. So it's something, you know, that happens, you know, in all these different countries and right. cultures, wherever they're one inside of another. So, yeah, it's very interesting, very thoughtful to see that.
0: Yeah, I, it it was, it, to me, like I say, my, the, the closest I've come to anything, like to understand Chinese culture, and, and I, and I say this with as much deference as I can and not trying to be disrespectful, is um, Fresh Off the Boat on ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, and they, yeah, and they, you know, and they really kind of focus on a lot of things there and do do a bunch of stuff there on that. But I also think, like, you mentioned something really interesting to me when it comes to the structure of a superhero movie is like people say, well, there's the first small fight, and then there's the the fights in this movie were crouching tiger, hidden dragon level, kung fu type fights, and everything. The, the, from the bus scene to the running was, the side of the...
1: Jackie, Jackie Chan was in yes,
0: the bus scene. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I really thought Jackie Chan on the side of the building because the stunts were yeah. so big, wow. you know. And, yeah. and But yeah, all of those kinds of things were getting mm-hmm. thrown into this movie yeah. and being done so well that mm-hmm. when they hit you with the mystical side of everything... Right. It was it was a really strange kind of take, mm-hmm. and then that final battle being you know super mis- and and like th- the real big bad being the 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 mm-hmm. darkness or whatever it was behind the mm-hmm. behind the rock and and it was like oh well this really like the tone changed so much yeah. From, yeah. from 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 what was happening to that end battle and everything, you know, but -hmm. you still got the personal battle between Shang Chi and, and his father. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, they still end up doing that thing. And then, and then the, the shifting back and forth with the rings and all that was going on was, was just really, really cool to me. And I, I, I really did. I came away thinking they've not done a movie like this. Yeah. You know, even with, Even with Doctor Strange and the whole Dormammu, I've come to make a bargain, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff and all of the final battle stuff they did there in China, of all places. Right. Um, Obviously, I think that has something to do with selling tickets in that country. (laughs) Yes. Um, But, uh, but, yeah, just the the nature of that film and the way that film worked and Mm -hmm. it was was so different. And then I got to thinking when I see that argument too, I go back to other things, other of the Marvel movies. And you're right. there There is thought that goes into all of these things to try to set them apart and make them different. And I think that when you just dismiss all of them as um, they're just the same, one is just the same as the other, or they're just formulaic, I feel like you're being real dismissive of a lot of hard work that goes into right. the, the writing of mm-hmm. these stories. You know, because... From the get go, Iron Man was a movie. And then Iron Man 2, the follow up to that, Incredible Hulk was a different whole, you know, monster, no pun intended. Right. Um, and then when you move on forward to the sequel of Iron Man 2, and then you get Thor, like Thor was something that, you know, it, it's like Thor was the movie that I looked and said, if they can do this, they can make a good He Man movie right because they had all of that Norse mythology and the right. fantasy stuff and at, to pull off Asgard the way they did you know and then to bring it back around to Captain America and basically do a World War II movie yeah. you know it to me it's just like you might have some, like i say, you might have some similar elements in there of mm-hmm. what's going on with, from the from the point of an origin story but the backdrop they use to tell that story all of them being so different and unique really make it so when you get to uh, to Avengers it's just whole hog let's go you know it's it's mm-hmm. just let's go and you go and it's awesome and then phase 2 was something to me completely special because phase right. 2 you got all these great sequels you know Iron Man th- Iron Man 3 is a great movie mm. I had to get over my mandarin stuff but it is a <laughs> great movie yeah it is and yeah. then and then to me one of the greatest superhero sequels of all time is Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Because you think of what they did with that. They went from, here's this World War II hero in a World War II story to now it's a spy movie. Now it's a, it's a modern-day J- Jason Bourne, James Bond kind of spy action thriller because right. of what goes down with HYDRA and everything else in that. And... um and then you and then you move through, you get Guardians of the Galaxy, which was really though all of this is science fiction. Guardians was the mm-hmm. first real science fiction movie, you know, as far as a space like mm-hmm. a when you think of space with science fiction. and it's just like right. they hadn't done anything like that. There'd been no yeah. Marvel movie like that at that point. so I don't want to litigate every single yeah. movie. and I do feel like that's that that Guardians being the surprise hit that it was encouraged not only other studios, but also Marvel to kind of lean into that guardians feel a little too much on some future projects, Mm -hmm. you know, but, Mm -hmm. but it's not enough for me to gripe and complain about like that whole, the whole infinity saga of the Marvel cinematic universe to me is just, it's one of the, it's one of the highlights of pop culture in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just what they accomplished. As a as a studio, when they decided, you know what we've got, we've still got these properties that we have that we can use that aren't sourced out to all these other. Right. Let's do our thing, and let's you know, and Feige coming in and saying, "Let's do this," and with any with any luck, we'll be able to do the Avengers. hmm And that's something no one ever thought would be able to be done, you know, and it yeah. just, and so then. It is hard, like you. Um, you know, I, we didn't. We haven't really talked about Black Widow on this show. I, did mm-hmm. you get to see Black Widow?
1: Yeah, yeah. What
0: would you feel did. about that?
1: Um, I enjoyed it. I've only seen it once. Um, I thought it was fun. Uh, I thought it was refreshing. Uh, I went. Into it with low expectations because it's taken so long since from the time it was announced to the time we saw it. I feel like I'd already seen it a hundred times, um so I didn't know if it was going to have anything new to say. Since so much time is going on and they've had to reshuffle things around, but I I found it delightful. I came away really genuinely liking all the characters in it, caring about them. there were some nice twists in the movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. That was good, which made me care about the characters even more. Yep. I felt like Black Widow, um, Scarlett Johansson, really, her character deserved um, to be fleshed out more. Yeah. She needed that because so many of the other characters have not, um, or have been fleshed out. Hawkeye is one of the others that, that have it. And he's going to get his series now. Um, so she, she deserved her character. The character earned this spot. So Mm -hmm. I was glad to see it, um, filled in. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed the, the end credit scene. I can't remember if there was one or two scenes. Um, Button that sets us up for more what's to come. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah, I I had fun. What what I liked a lot about it is 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 in the first few minutes of that movie are right here in Rome, Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, When they're drive when they're driving away and they're going Mm -hmm. and and they're looking at all the different Americana, like the football field they drive by. Mm -hmm. You know, I can take you right to where they drive by. There's the there's the bridge with the light up american uh-huh. flag on it that's right down the road from that football oh, field wow. and everything so and i remember when they were filming and, and obviously uh-huh. they, they just filmed basically b-roll to mm-hmm. to put behind the actors so none of the actors were actually in town but it was just really neat There's a few intersection stuff where you see well this is definitely rome georgia this is them riding oh, down the roads of rome cool. georgia um but I that's another movie I was really surprised with. I didn't think I would care for it at all. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I, I think that really the idea for me was is how do you follow up Endgame? Um mm. you know, the, to me it was such a perfect ending to to all of this. You know, it, it was mm. the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade of superhero yeah. movies in so many mm-hmm. ways. Um and, and and to be able to follow that up. Honestly, you know, like do I want to see Shang-Chi and you know these other new characters that are, that are that are being introduced in television shows and stuff team up, not necessarily, you know? Mm-hmm. I do I want to see you know Falcon Cap and Bucky again. I do want to spend some more time with them, but do I want to see them mm-hmm. team up with Black Widow sister and and try to be the Avengers, you know, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, but as long as as long as these movies keep kind of surprising me the way shang chi mm-hmm. did yeah i mean i'm there you know like mm-hmm. i don't know that i'll have the investment in some of these sec in these when you get to shang chi you're beyond a secondary level character <laughs> i mean <laughs> right. you're, you're yeah. in third and fourth tier character level yeah um, right but as long as they keep me invested in them sure i'm looking forward to you know a lot of what they have on their slate you know we mm-hmm. talked last time about the spider-man trailer uh and that's coming out in December. I'm really interested in what that movie is going to to shape mm-hmm. up to be this Hawkeye series. Did you see the trailer for the hawkeye series
1: um i I saw it. I don't know on what level I did. I don't think I had volume okay on it. I kind kinda got interrupted <laughs> while it was going on.
0: okay, you need to check it out we won't We won't litigate it or play it here, but it was. It, it's another show that I don't think that I'm going to care about. But then I'm watching this thing, and Jeremy Renner's all over it, and yeah. you know, and it looks fun. It looks like it's yeah. got some heart to it. It's the it is the consequences of him being Ronan in mm-hmm. uh, in in the original um, yeah. deal. So um, I, I think that you know it it may be end up being a, a pretty fun yeah. show. You know, I, I'm 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 in, and it's going to be out around Christmas time. I think in the end mm-hmm. of November. So. Right, um, so that's pretty I, I cool.
1: like Jeremy Renner. I don't know a lot about him, but he just he always gives me a sense of being a good person. He
0: and he's got a fun presence on screen. He's got a really good mm-hmm. presence on screen, you know, um, as Hawkeye, but also like he was in that Mission Impossible movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and I think he was a born in a born movie that I haven't seen, but yeah, like, yeah. but like he's just got something about him that I like. He was in that yeah. movie Tag with. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Bernard from the office and uh, Ed Helms okay. is his name and who else was in that anyhow the whole thing is about the guys that are playing tag the, mm-hmm. the same game of tag they've been playing for like 30 years oh. and so when he and he's never been tagged and so when he comes on the scene like he's doing some Hawkeye level stuff he's uh-huh. sliding over tables and doing mad dodges and everything <laughs> and so it, it when he came on it was pretty cool. cool I want to show you this real quick you asked me today, um, what's oh, in that briefcase. Yeah. And so yeah. this is the briefcase. It, holds, it does open and there is money.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Well, hold on. Let me get it right the way up. There you go. Money.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. that's cool. I like and that. And you can
0: take it out and, you know, fill it up if you want to. So right. So there that that's is. Now I am going to try to do this here. I'm, let me see. Um, you remember how it looked while ago about twice as tall <laughs> Right. as, uh, as some MCU figures. Here we go. Let me transition this over.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So there he goes with those extra legs on. That Spidey is. Spidey trying to sling swing up to him.
1: That is sweet.
0: So and for everyone asking, there's your Death Star behind in the background and an ad at.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: You so, got it going on. That's, <laughs> uh, Look at that stilt man.
0: Yeah, there he is. Lucas cool. is back. Good deal. Did you get the homework done, Lucas? Yes. <laughs> Ninth
2: graders. Uh, Had to read a couple of selections and points of contrast and I was like, Come on, kid, you gotta do better. So
0: So there's Spidey going to going to take him on with his whip. Nice.
2: Dude, how tall is that
0: guy? Um, well, there is the guardsman there next to him.
2: Okay, so you're looking at probably a foot and a half
0: the legs themselves are as tall, yeah, about a foot and a half, maybe a little over, yeah maybe a little maybe a little under a foot and a half. it's oh. kind of scary may uh, probably yeah, maybe because he stood with the um with with the just the one segment on he stands almost as tall as the toy biz build a figure galactus, okay, um I should have pulled him over here for
2: I got uh, this guy to show you this. I think I told you about him. Oh, oh yeah. nice. You know, the cool. movie's coming out and everybody's going to be wanting these guys. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the comic version. Is here, Morbius but... still coming out? When is that supposed to be? I'm understanding,
2: yeah, it's still coming out.
0: That's the one that in that trailer they showed the vulture, right? Yeah. Showed yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton as vulture. Mm-hmm. That's And then Carnage, is let there be Carnage, is that still on its way or did they push that back again? I'm not sure about that one.
1: I think it's still on its way, but I think the date did get changed again. Cool. I don't know when it is now. I think it's still this fall, though.
0: Nice. Yeah. Is that the so. Venom sequel? Yeah, the Venom sequel. Yeah, yeah. Let there be carnage.
2: I did see a date for. It. I think it's. Uh... Yeah, I think it's pretty soon, actually.
0: Right, right. Well, there was just some talk that, you know, because of the spikes and everything, yeah, that, that, that studios might start pushing stuff back again, but uh, but I don't know. Ooh. I'm really excited, Lucas, because I know you've got a leg for me, speaking of collecting stuff. Yes, I do. And, uh, and if I can get those two legs for Ursa Major, um, the leg? I've, got, uh, I've got... I've um, got... Got this guy here, the the comic version of the Red Guardian. Oh. I've got Dark Star from the Ursa Major Wave, and uh, w- with the with the Crimson Dynamo all put together, I'll have a a decent version of the Winter Guard ready to rock and roll and fight some Avengers, fight Cap and Bucky and and the Black Widow.
2: I just I can
0: see the pictures I'm taking now in my mind. <laughs> so I was, I was telling
2: Adam stuff. earlier, I got a care Packers from my buddy Jim. Nice, uh, and I got the. Oh, I, I think I shot your image. Yeah, of you. Sh-
0: well, what, what's funny car. about that is I was texting you the other day about something, and and I was talking about because I because I said you were talking about that um, that that Iron Man hologram Iron Man oh, that yeah, I call yeah, Tron yeah. Iron Man, and I'm like, well, huh? I'll trade you that for that leg you're supposed to get for me when you get it, and you're wow. like, well, that's coming soon with my helmet, and I oh, said, yeah. I said, you need a helmet. Do you need a Mandalorian? You're like, yeah. And I and what I was asking was, I thought you had one, um,
2: but you're I like, I thought he was, you know, trying to convict me, right? Something. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Lucas thought I was trying to guilt. Yeah, trying to do an intervention. I'm like, do you need a helmet? So then he took the picture of himself and sent it to me. And I said, you did need a helmet. <laughs> yeah, I'm working from home today. Yeah, uh,
2: I was telling Adam that when I put it on, my beard kind of comes out from underneath. So. That may be the season three uh, version of Jarn. Mm. He lets his beard grow and comes out from underneath his helmet. I don't know. Maybe. It's well, kinda...
0: it uh, it it looks cool, man. It really yeah. does. It looks cool. So I, I, I think makes, that you should uh, you should definitely keep it.
2: Su- Sunday, as I'm up there, I may put it up on the the podium up there as I'm I'm preaching. That'd be nice. So that's just,
0: <laughs> that may be a little over the top. Yeah. That, well, you know what? You might have some folks. Yeah, maybe think something. <laughs> think something's going on with you. I was really excited yeah. the other day. This finally came in. Ooh, Juggernaut! The the uh, the the Marvel Legends 80th Juggernaut. The two pack with Colossus. Nice. So got Spidey going to try to attack him. Poor Spidey. He's just going to get himself in trouble there because nothing yeah. can stop the Juggernaut. So
2: so what? Uh, what do you think of the new Retro Wave they they previewed, Steve? Did you see him? The, no, they previewed it today. No, no, two or three days ago. I think it's Hobgoblin.
0: Oh, uh, it's oh, the red. To, oh, yeah, they did the fans first Marvel Monday again. Yeah. I need to know how to get those promotional pictures. I tried to email Hasbro <laughs> oh. Pulse, and and they did not get back with me on that. I don't know who to reach out to to get promo pictures because I will blog about them and, and give mm-hmm. my give my thoughts. Um, yes, I loved. Uh, a lot of it. I'm I'm really excited about the black suited Spider-Man in the retro wave. Um, I, I, I the this the the Spider-Man that I've got right now attacking the Juggernaut here. Um, he is the retro carded Spider-Man in in the red and blue suit, and there's so much high there's so much high articulation to him mm. that he poses in so many different ways and so well. And so that same body being given to the black-suited Spider-Man is yeah. just going to be really super cool. Um, yeah. Hobgoblin I've just... i
1: the previous version. Yes, previous I, I do too. I do,
0: too. I do too. And Adam, that's the one that I see people like balancing him upside down on his hands and on one right. hand yeah. doing yeah. things, and I uh-huh. can't do that at all. Yeah. Um, but he's going to come with all the right hands and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, Hobgoblin, just because the only version of Hobgoblin I got is the demonic Hobgoblin from like the Inferno days. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really I'm I'm kinda stoked about the Hobgoblin. Um just because I think he's gonna offer a lot of fun to kinda take some pictures of and everything. And um Hammerhead was an interesting choice to me, those gangsters. And at mm-hmm. first I'm like, I don't think I really want him. But see I've got Tombstone, which kinda goes along yeah. with him. Of course Tombstone's not in his suit. He's more in a more in a kind of a tights kind of street fighter suit. But yeah. um but, dude, yeah, I, I really I really dug the reveal. What would you think, Adam?
1: I enjoyed it a lot. Um, problem I'm having is what happens at the end of summer, early fall every year is we're just so inundated <laughs> with so many different waves right. of things that I want. And, you know, right now, the, um, the those like leftover infinity saga figures are, are hitting the sellers now. And I want all of those. So I'm just overwhelmed with like there's too much to buy and I yeah. don't have any money. Right. <laughs> right. It's a right. real problem. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, yeah, you just I, I think I'm 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 trying to slowly dive in and, you know, maybe wait for sales like Target. Target has some good sales where they'll do, you know, you buy, spend a hundred dollars and you get twenty five off. Mm. Um, and often by then, some of these like two packs are on sale anyway, so you can get some uh, incredible deals. And then Amazon will try to match them. So that's the time to if. The 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 individual figures they're they're more they're harder to get than some of the some of the ones in high demand. You just got to get them when you can. But right. if I find the two packs, you can kind of wait on them for the you know, that's, price to
0: go down. That's kind of an interesting uh, development with that. I'm trying to look and see who else we had in that wave. Um, shocker looks yeah. good. Uh, he's he's not as detailed as the shocker that came in the right. Sandman Build a Figure wave. But I like the fact that they're giving him. They they didn't want to break the uh, the the mold uh, up so that on his on his hands to give him too much hand articulation, or whatever, or to have to pull out a hand. So they the whole gauntlet that he uses comes out, and you can either do open handed or closed fist with them. Um, and he also comes with those those Marvel effects. Um, so he he I think he's a pretty decent figure because you can't get the Sandman shocker for a, a decent price. Mm. Um, then the Ben Riley Spider-Man in that, uh, nineties clone saga, Ben Riley Spider-Man suit, you know, before he did the Scarlet spider thing, um, is, is a cool look for the suit, but I just don't have the attachment to that character um and so i may let him sit until if you know unless he may go on clearance he may not i don't know you know he's one of those that that could end up you know being sold for 9.99 down the road um the armor spider-man though that's one that's one that i didn't think they'd do Um, that
1: that, looks like an all-new mold too i mean well it has to be i can't
0: i can't think of anything that that would have there may be some bits and baubles, you know, that are that are from something else. But, like, where you see that silver armor, that's Ooh. new mold there because no yeah. one else would have had that. So, I the thing is, is that is a one-off suit from Web of Spider-Man 100. And I don't think it ever got brought out again, necessarily, uh, outside of that. And so, this was before he did the Iron Spider suit and Civil War and everything. This is... You can you can look up web of Spider Man one hundred and he's front and center on the uh, on the cover there. Um, but it, yeah, I I was I was glad to see them do mostly that black suited Spider Man. I think that that was kind of the uh, the one that I, I think everybody wanted to to see them do with that new Spider Man body. What's the word they use? Buck the new Spider Man buck um, that they that they have. And so everything else is just kind of gravy.
3: Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. Lucas, did you know all those characters? No, dude, I had no clue. No clue. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: well, the one guy, what would you say his name was? Hammerhead. Hammerhead.
0: Or? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I saw him, and I was like, "Is that a Dick Tracy figure?" He looks you know, like from, it.
0: Yeah, he very no much. Yeah, he and um, he's he's in the they they didn't they couldn't call it the Mafia back in the day when they first started doing okay. like these gangster characters, so they called it the Magia, M A G G I. A no, and so he was he was kind of part of that organization. Um Did he run with Kingpin and those guys or kind that- of, yeah, yeah. But he kinda of had his own outfit a little bit here and there. Um so I you know, he's one that you don't put him high up on the list of Spidey villains, but yeah. he's he's definitely in there. He's a he's a good uh he's a good foil um for Spider Man when you just want to do the street stuff and everything.
2: I did get this guy from my recent care package from Jim. I know he's he's been out a while, but couldn't pass it up for five bucks.
0: Nice, yes. Oh, Oh, you got him already. I love the Mysterio. Yeah, well, I I got one from him for five bucks too because I wanted to pop him open, and I want to get a wired cape for him. But there's a there's a process you have to go through to kind of do all that, and so yeah, I'm even attached, yeah man. I'm even thinking about trying to make my own deal if I can mm. find a little bit of cloth and you know it, it's stupid for me even consider that I might be able to do it, but i I'm like <laughs> maybe I can, um, but because I Mysterio with a good wired cape look I mean like that's going to be an awesome look for him so yeah and if you yeah. do and if I get a more of a purple piece of cloth that's actually purple, and and I've seen people do it. I've seen people do some tutorials for these wired capes online, where the, instead of trying to sew, they use um, uh, fabric glue, mm-hmm. and kind of fold things up, and kind of hide the seams and stuff through that, and uh, if I can cut this thing just right, and because everyone I've seen do it, there's a big old, almost a scarf that comes up around his bubble, and, yeah. and it looks a little ganky, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can't maybe in my spare time whenever I have some, try to try to piddle with that.
2: Adam, I, I, I gotta tell you this, man. Um I used to not have any Marvel Legends figures. You can't blame me. You can't sit here and blame me.
3: You can't blame me,
2: Lucas. Oh, so, okay, okay. So I started watching um uh oh what is it? Falcon and Winter Soldier. So yeah. and then when they came out with that wave, I was like, I really like those. So I got those, but at the time we were doing some lunch with Chewies in a cantina and, you know, and Steve was, you know, he was working through some things with the star Wars. And I thought, Hey, my buddy's coming over. He's going to hang out. We're going to do this. I need to get him a Marvel legend to play with and pose. Yeah. So <laughs> that was my excuse for buying some <laughs> so Steve could have something to play with. Uh, so now I've got a couple of shelves and bleeding to the third shelf of
0: Marvel. Yeah, cause yeah. Lucas, cause Lucas wouldn't let me play with his black series right. figures. No, no. Well, I yeah. let him one time, and he was just like, "It was like no fun." <laughs> That's not true. I had the Bad Batch guy. I was working I know, him. But yeah,
2: you, I could tell that you didn't have the joy and delight in your heart when you were
0: posing. I, I think it's. It. I think. I think it is the, the armor on on those on those clones yeah, and stuff. He, was a, he wasn't a, as
2: moldable as the. Uh, I guess when you had Wolverine, you were messing. I had Wolverine. There. I was
0: messing with that day. Yeah. 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 You've,
2: yeah, you've done some pretty cool ones, but I've. Yeah. Oh, and uh, She-Hulk. You yeah, a She-Hulk. Yeah, she
0: That was the first one. The second one was Wolverine. This guy is is a cool figure. Oh, this Colossus that came ooh, with that Juggernaut. Yeah. But I. Oh, but yeah. this ha- does this happen to you ever, Adam, or are you Lucas? When you get these things, there may be a joint that's just like practically locked, and you're scared you're going to break oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: a few of those, and I've got I've got a few where like the the foot just pops off very easily mm. as well. As I saw.
0: I saw um the guy Specter creative on YouTube. He told it he says you fix it with heat, so you get uh, some you get yeah. some water boiling and you pop it in the water for about three seconds and pull it out and then let it dry off and then it just kind of loosen he explained the science behind it and everything what happens to the plastic yeah. and the package and shipping. Cool. so I need to do that with this guy, but I've been embarrassed to pull him out and pull out a pot of and I've got several like this. Then I'm just embarrassed to pull it out and my wife be like, why are you cooking your action figures? I don't want you know.
2: <laughs> I can see. It. That would be an interesting conversation. What
0: are you doing? Uh-huh. Why are there action figures in the boiling water? But he says, don't leave me there long. Like three seconds, you know.
2: Yeah. Pop uh, in and that's out. That's right. That same principle with the uh, vintage Star Wars. You want to pop. Well, what was it? The craftsman? Seeing him do that? Yeah. Study craftsman? Yeah. Yep. He'd pop them in there just real quick and then pop, pop, pop. The heads would pop off, the legs, everything real quick off the torso. And then you can, you know, do some customizing work and yeah. stuff like that. Wow. Interesting. Well, now get them back on. That's, that's the challenge. <laughs>
0: so. well, right. Right. Well, I think you just heat them back up again.
2: Yeah, but so, th- I could never get it to
0: work as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, guys, any any other thoughts about what if or Shang Chi or Black Widow? I, we, you know, I I I don't do a good job of reviewing things a lot of times because I'm just like, and this was awesome, and this was great, and this <laughs> was wonderful. You know, especially with these Marvel movies because, you know, I just I I found myself just consistently mm-hmm. enjoying them. Which I again, Shang Chi was a surprise for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. same, yeah. Um. You know, I, I missed a little bit because I was doing homework, but mm-hmm. one of the things I want you guys to think about and, you know, don't have to make any uh, declarative statements. I know we've got two shows left. I'd like to keep doing this, you know, on a regular basis. So just be thinking sure. about that, how that works for your schedule. Sure. sure. So I, I, I look forward to it. So, but it's been fun. So I know we got two more. And can't wait to see what this next week holds in store for us. So
0: hey, you know what? It's it's one of those things. It's like all you want to have content. You know that's what you want to have. Yeah, yeah. you want to sure. have content. So that we know what's uh, what in the pipe,
2: uh, what's coming down after, or do we? Uh,
0: Hawkeye. That's that's one thing we talked about while you're going. Did you see the Hawkeye trailer?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's dropping. Uh, is that dropping around Thanksgiving? It's or in Christmas? November,
0: yeah, around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But I was just told yeah. it was someone in the chat. I think it was Brian Kent said it's set at Christmas. Oh so, Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's okay. that'll be pretty cool. Um, hmm. let me see. I I want to see something here, just real fast. Speaking of the YouTube and content, right now the Geek Out Loud channel has 296 subscribers. If you're not oh. uh, if you're not wow. subscribed to the Geek Out Loud YouTube channel, we just need four more of you to hit 300, and we'll have a big 300 live stream celebration. Um, the other night, uh, I was on with the Rule the Galaxy podcast. As I said. And I got done with them about nine o'clock and my wife was busy doing something else. And so I said, well, let's just keep it rolling. And I did something I wanted to do. And I did what I'm going to call, you know, as I have opportunity to do them, called it the hall. And, you know, I've been doing some comic book buying lately here and there. And, you know, I've been digging through some of my old stuff and finding some old things. And so, um, just really, you know, just kind of walking through the books and saying, well, here is fantastic Four. Number two forty six, um, you know, this is a Doctor Doom thing. This is a pretty fun issue here. This is a cool cover with Galactus, and this is this is two fifty seven, and this is one of the first Fantastic Four comics I ever owned as a kid. Um, this isn't that copy, but you know, it was. Uh, I just and this is Frankie Ray is in this Nova, as you can see right there on the cover. That's her. Um, <clears throat> And so it opens up with a huge splash of her talking to Galactus. And so, and this is like leading up to like the death of Dr. Doom. Here's a cool cover that I found. Fantastic Four 243. It's like everybody versus Galactus. So you've got, you uh, you got Dr. Oh man, look, you got Dr. Strange right there. Thor down there. Um, down down there, Cap is right there, you know. Plus the Fantastic Four. You don't think I'm going to try to recreate this cover with that, uh, with that Galactus somehow?
2: So have you treated all those? Have you, you know? No, pressed? I've
0: not. No, I haven't pressed or cleaned. I, I haven't gotten into that yet. I, I knew I knew you talked about. It. I don't I have know, the room for a press and everything. I, you know, I, I need to. I probably need to set up a bench out in our little building and just have it out there and, um, you know, carry them out there and. But then I have to have a place to plug it in. It's all a big mess, guys. It's yeah. like it. It's like I've said and I've admitted repeatedly. I get so hyper focused in on one <laughs> hobby, and then in six weeks I'll move to the next thing, you know. And mm-hmm. and there and I just kind of start rotating around because, right. um, right. you know, I've I've found myself passing up some vintage collection figures here and there lately on pre-order and stuff, you know, and and uh, and but the but sticking with the old Marvel Legends stuff, so. Yeah. Um, well, you
2: have got, got some good connections in the canteen if you do come back around. So.
0: Really quickly, um, well, I'm still doing toys. I mean, I'm still doing these Marvel Edges yeah. and stuff. Uh, Haley, my wife, asks, where does Shang-Chi rate in other standalone w- or with other standalone Marvel character movies? So, for instance, you know, compared to an Iron Man or a Thor or a Captain America type movie or Ant-Man, so to speak, where where do you guys kind of put it in those pantheon of, of films?
2: Hmm. I definitely enjoyed it better than I did the first Thor movie. Really? <laughs> was, okay. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a fan of the first Thor movie. Wow. I, I probably wasn't I mean, I enjoyed the character, but as far as the standalone, Thor Ragnarok is by far the best Thor, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know where else I'd kinda I love the cat by himself, love Iron Man by himself.
0: Well, like, here's the thing. I think that first Iron Man movie Mm -hmm. is it's almost like saying which Star Wars is your favorite. And everyone just kind of has to put Star Wars A New Hope over here to say this is the one that started it all. Obviously, it's super special. And I think Iron Man is very, very special because of of what it kicked off. I don't think Shang-Chi has that impact that Iron Man had. Um, But to me... I enjoyed it more than Dr. Strange, let's say. Um, yeah, I would agree, you yeah. know, for that standalone film, I, yeah. you know, my sentimental favorite Marvel cinematic universe is the movie is, is the incredible Hulk. Like that's just because he's my favorite. And it was so good to see a good version of the Hulk on screen and everything. Um, but I, I do think that there are a lot of people who'd put Shang Chi above that movie. I know a lot of people just, they disregard incredible Hulk for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, it doesn't get any better to me than them fighting down in Harlem and you know doing all that stuff. But um, so I don't know. I, I I definitely don't put it above Iron Man. I don't necessarily put it above that first Thor. I love that first Thor movie. Really? Yeah. yeah I just I don't know. Yeah. Um, I wasn't crazy
2: about it. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and take another look well, at. It. It well, you
0: said you're home. going to do a watch well, through. I need to. I didn't say I was. I think <laughs> it, no. You said you are. Well you, let's do it. Hey, do let's it. let's all do
2: it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um please. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead, Adam.
1: Oh, I said we can do it. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm
0: fine with it. Adam's down. Adam's down, down for show. Yeah, we, we need we to set you know, yeah,
2: just set up a calendar and say, yeah. Okay, this is our course. Yeah. So
0: Well, what about I, I tell you, um I it to me, I don't want to like overhype it and say it's up there. But, like, I'm just kind of walking through, um, you know, as far as where I enjoyed it. That's an interesting, because do you count Thor Ragnarok as a standalone Thor movie because Hulk's in there? I don't know. Like, I I feel like it is primarily a Thor story. Sure. You know, do you count uh, Iron Man 2 as a standalone movie because Black Widow shows up? I I don't know. Like, obviously, it's an Iron Man story. Um,
2: Yeah, on that logic, I would say that, uh, Ragnarok doesn't
0: count. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it doesn't. Yeah. I'm saying like yeah. it depends on depends on what you say. I think to me, part of me is like if it is that character is in the title and it's not Avengers, right. it's a standalone because Captain America: Winter Soldier is primarily a Cap movie, but it's got Falcon and 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 Black Widow in there with her with him. But I to me, that's one of my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movies is is Cap: right. uh, Winter Soldier. So. But as far as an origin story goes, I put it up there. I put it up there with, with the original three, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, I think. Yeah. That's um, fair. You know, I like I say, I don't I don't know about Doctor Strange. Maybe I enjoyed Ant Man a little more.
2: The humor's just so good in that man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well the heart, the heart of Ant Man, you know, with the daughter and, and, and you know, mm-hmm. there's just something about all that that But Ant Man the thing about Ant Man is just like with Shang Chi. It was such a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was just really surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Like, I had huh. such low expectations for it. And then to was, come away just enjoying it as much as I did.
2: Was Ant-Man, when it first released, was it released different than the rest of the MCU? For some reason, I was thinking it what? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of, of Spider-Man or something. Because I know I, that was all that whole deal with Sony. But I was thinking it was outside of no, some kind of different...
0: No, ant-man ant-man was it was edgar wright had originally really pushed for an ant-man movie okay and so he was originally um he was originally going to direct it and everything this is the guy who did shawn of the dead and um okay. and uh hot what was it hot fuzz and the the movies with simon Pegg, that trilogy of movies um And he was the one that really pushed for an Ant-Man movie and everything. Well, they had some creative differences in the making of it. I think that that they wanted it to tie a little bit more into the MCU than he was having it or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, But they ended up with um, Peyton Reed coming in and directing. Peyton Reed, also the director of the season two finale of Mandalorian. That was Um, a great special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so he came in and did Ant-Man. And like I say, just absolutely, um, uh, he was, was great. So here, here's some, here is, here, here are the caveats. Here are the, here are the, uh, the parameters of, of better. Just the first, yeah, the first, (laughs) the first of each standalone movie. So that's Iron Man, Cap, Thor, uh, Dr. Strange, Black Panther, Oh, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Black Widow. Shang-Chi. Did I say Ant-Man? No, you didn't, but we understand. She says she liked it better than Black Panther, better than Ant-Man, better than Black Widow, better than Thor. She did like Doctor Strange, though. (laughs) (laughs) You guys compliment each other in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's better than Thor. I'm sorry. There's just dude, that moment when the when the destroyer has smacked Thor back and he's laying dead on the pavement and uh and and Odin wakes up and like he's finally given his life and like he has completely become turned to 180 from the hubris and the and the pride and arrogance of the Thor we met and and Mjolnir just fires up and just shoots off up in the air, and then all you see, you just see his hands shoot up and grab it, and the music starts to play, and he comes walking out back in his full Thor garb, and Natalie Portman's like, "Is this how you normally look?" And he's like, "More or less, it's, it's a good look." And then he just goes after the straw. Come on, man!
2: Oh, oh and Shang Chi is he's slowly descending to the bottom of this lake and you think he's dead, and then this dragon thing.
0: Yes! The big dragon, the dragon is awesome! Yeah. Yes, yes! I'm with you. Look, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. I love that stuff in Shang-Chi. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe it's just that that moment in Thor spoke to me then, and it just still yeah. continues to speak to me. Yeah. I, yes. there, there's so much about that first Thor movie. That that was another one. That movie was a surprise. The humor of that movie was a surprise. Yeah. Um, Kat Dennings... Uh, who would reprise her role as Darcy in, in not only Thor the Dark World, but also in uh, WandaVision. Yeah. Mm. You know, she, she really brought the humor into that thing. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and everyone else being the, the straight man to her kind of comedic yeah. presence was just really, really good. And, her
1: intern, with her having an intern, was pretty funny. Uh, now, in the
0: second one, yeah, in the second one, yeah. Look, I can talk these movies all night long, but I know you guys have lives and everything, so uh, I don't have a life. Oh, whatever. <laughs> well, here I do
2: have a quick question for both of you. Sorry, go ahead. Um, you had brought it up, and I know we're on the Marvel thread, but just a question: if y'all have read it or listened to it or whatever. I guess it was weeks ago uh, on Rebel Force Radio. They had brought it up, and I checked into it. But you brought it up when you were talking about A New Hope. Have either of you read or, or done Audible on, um, I think it's Kaminsky's The Secret History of Star Wars?
0: No. Oh,
2: no, man. I, I've, I've heard is, about uh, it,
0: but I've, not, I've heard them talk about it a lot. Well, aud- I mean, the
2: Audible of it's like 24 hours. So it's a meaty work. But, dude, it's a game changer yeah. scott so, Rifen
0: loves it scott Rifen, this is the greatest thing you, need, you really need to check this out <laughs> <What>
2: is, <that? laughs> is he serious is big oh, on yeah, so, yeah. oh yeah yeah oh man it really is i tell you i'm about um i think i'm about 17 hours in and it's it's good i mean it tracks it so but i mean i, I know we're not on that thread but i just wanted to ask if if you guys have checked into it as i'd love for us to bounce that around but sure. yeah, have you
0: checked that out
1: adam No, but I'd I'd love someone to push me and make me do it because that's something I'd like to hear.
2: Oh, it's 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 amazing. So, and it really, well, I don't want to get too far into it. Sorry, it's
1: got all the voice acting too of that guy that does. He does a great George Lucas. Yeah.
2: So, so it's it's good. Was just a thought. Something uh, you
0: know, checking out. Well, um, everyone, thanks for joining us tonight. Those of you that joined us live in the cantina, those of you who are joining us later on and via the podcast or on the YouTube or however you join us here with this. Um, Lucas, thanks for the Steel uh, documentary. That was some good oh, stuff, yeah. buddy. Um, yeah, uh, if, you,
2: if you ever need to take a nap, Turn that thing on. <laughs> Why are you being so? <laughs> it was
0: good, man. It was great information. I've got, I've got to work. on
2: it. I'm, I'm not as excitable as you guys. So.
0: But listen, it's all about your personality, man. We 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 yeah. we, we lean into who we are. It's um, I'm and falling asleep. Uh, no, not at all. And uh, and so, but no, thanks for that, and thanks for Adam for joining us again. Um, looking forward to the last three episodes of What If I know. That we are. Check out Adam. Uh, he's on all the socials at AuthorAdamBray. And uh, is it AuthorAdamBray.com? Is that the website? AdamBray.com. Uh, just AdamBray.com. And there you can order books that he has. He'll sign them for you, send them to you. Uh, so help him out that way. Don't go to Amazon now. Now, you can use his Amazon mm-hmm. links up, but go straight to him to buy the books from him. Get them signed. He'll send you a signed copy. He'll do a little doodle. He's, he's yeah. great. So adambray.com. Check it out. Go over that way. The cantina is geekoutonline.com slash cantina. That'll take you to that Facebook group. It's a great group of collectors um, who are constantly showing off things that they're finding, uh, selling things every now and again, looking for things, and we help each other out with the collecting stuff and everything, and uh, always something fun happening there in the canteen lucas you got anything else coming up that you know of in the near future i know we're in a busy season
2: on right now we've got the mystery box exchange is floating around uh so we've got that floating to members that have opted in um it's made its first stop and now it's on to its second stop so we're excited to see what that person gets um we're using the same box so it's kind of an experiment to see how long the box lasts to the postal service (laughs) as well (laughs) but uh We are working towards uh, having another cantina sale maybe here in the next couple of weeks because I know that's something we hadn't done in a while uh, which is a lot of fun using Zoom to sell different um different collectibles and everybody getting a chance to have some fun and kind of catch up so but yeah we've we've got stuff on the horizon. keep your eyes peeled if you haven't joined the cantina, jump in there. We've got a lot of a lot of fun things happening there. It's a great community of collectors i I couldn't ask for a better group of guys and gals so.
0: It's a good time over there, and of course, if you want to continue the good time and talk more about this kind of stuff on the Facebook, you can do so over in the Guardians of the Goaliverse group. Just go to geekoutonline.com slash group if you haven't joined up yet. You'll, uh, it's a private group. You'll be asked to answer a few questions, and generally, we let you in if you listen to the shows. And uh, so come on in. It's a, it's a really laid-back, chill group. We have a good time. We don't get all up in arms about stupid stuff. We just kind of talk about and celebrate the things we love. Uh, the podcast is at geekoutpodcast.com wherever you find podcasts uh, you can email us geekoutonline at gmail.com geekoutonline at gmail.com and I would love to receive some what if emails now I want to make an apology to Justin Grant I didn't reach out to him to have him on tonight so Justin uh, I do want to get him on because he is a comic book uh, reader and, and, and knowledgeable not, more knowledgeable than me in, in some of this stuff. I wish we had a night to talk some of the Marvel zombie stuff, because I'm almost 100% sure he probably read it. So um, I would have loved to seen some of those connections to the comic series there that I never read and, and see what he had to say about them. But uh, I want to get him on for sure, because he's a good dude and, uh, and he supports us over even at Patreon. And if you're in a position to support the podcast and everything we do at patreon.com slash geekoutloud, we appreciate everyone's support there. Uh, I mentioned Adam's Amazon links, which you can use when you go visit at, uh, when you go visit adambray.com and and buy his book from him personally now, not through the Amazon link, but you can also use Amazon links at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com if you're so inclined and we appreciate that. Uh, everyone, thanks so much for joining us for Lucas, for Adam. I'm Steve Glauston and we'll see you around the Cantina and the Guliverse. Have a good one everybody.